Welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness with Dana and Kat. Together, we give a new voice to kinky sexual wellness. We're not your average wellness advocates, so let's peel back the layers of kinky wellness and talk about it. Welcome back to the show, Katrina. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very excited for today's episode as we're going to be setting up your dating profile. Yes, we are. So I promised myself I was going to try and find a relationship in 2023 and let's see if Hinge works. (laughs) Okay, so you chose Hinge. Why did you choose Hinge? So the reason I chose Hinge was two reasons. One, the queer women's uh, dating app her personally I really don't like it I think it's a bit clunky to use um I just it doesn't like the radius it doesn't work so like I can have my filters but I still show get told when people outside of my filters have liked me and for some reason whenever I'm on her I always attract 19 year olds or 55 year olds there is no one in my age group that ever matches with me okay okay so hinge it is so hinge it is um, and also my friends used hinge and she says it's um it's been working well for her so you have fingers bumble? yes fingers crossed yes. fingers crossed. so I've tried bumble but the problem with bumble is obviously like You've got the 24 hour, if you both match as women, one of you has to make a first go of it. Right, right. And if you don't do it within 24 hours, you can like unmatch with somebody. Okay. So like if I've had it where like I've matched with somebody and I've gone, okay, I'll, I'll get back to them in a minute. And then by the time like the things have settled down and I'm like, okay, I'll go and message them. We've un- like, it's not allowing us to message each other. So I'm like, oh, mm. Okay. Um, so yes, the only thing I am worried about with Hinge though is they've started letting you do voice notes, and I'm like, I don't want to hear anybody's voice notes. <laughs> no, no voice notes. I'm I'm a voice note. I like it. I like said. I feel like it's faster for me. I yeah. I don't mind voice notes when there's a conversation. That's true. But it's like just a random voice note, or like it, I guess I only voice note with people I actually do. Yeah, like, not just everyone. I guess it's not no. just everyone. Only special, special people. Special I've... people get it. <laughs> I voice note you. Yes, you're my voice note girl. There we go. Yes. <laughs> and every time I've done it though, I've given a voice, like when I've been talking to someone like online, I've given a voice note and they're always really weirded out by the fact that I don't, because I'm not from London, the fact that I've got an accent. So <laughs> I immediately get like, oh my God, you sound so weird. <laughs> I love your accent because I, well, I, vice versa, I guess, because I must sound different too, but that's funny. It's, yeah, you've not got like a really thick Canadian accent from what Mm. I can hear, but then there are certain things, it's the same as me when I say words with R in them and you hear like, that's funny, bang come through and it's like, (laughs) oh, so what, okay, so hinge, we'll redirect, we got business to do, your dating profile out here, so what is the first question that Hinge has given you? Or you've uploaded your photos already? Yes, I have. So we've just chosen my photos. Um, so I can select some prompts. So there's different things that I can have. So I can either do them about me, my type, getting personal, let's chat about, self-care. LG- there's so many prompts. Wow. <laughs> so let's start with an about me one. Yes. Um, I think. 
So there's either this year I really want to, or I go crazy for dating me is like, I recently discovered that typical Sunday. My typical Sunday is literally talking to you, babe. I know. I feel like uh, twice a week. I'm like, where's Kat? If I don't see you, if I don't have a bit like five days, I'm like, where's she? she okay? Yeah, I need her. Where's my Zoom call? <laughs> oh my I could put that my typical Sunday you have to be out of the flat so I can do my zoom call with Dana <laughs> you have to understand that one day of the week you will not have me sorry exactly it's like my friend said they've got to accept the fact that he waxes me um <laughs> oh so what is it my simple pleasures okay let's try that one okay so my simple fl- pleasures would literally be someone doing the wash like the dishes for me <laughs> Oh, that's cute. Oh, so I'll put that. My simple pleasure, someone doing the dishes after I've cooked. That's a good, plus that's fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Or a bl- uh, or a cup of coffee first thing in the morning. I think that's it, because I always need my coffee. I need people to give me coffee and then leave the room. <laughs> I, yes, and you know what? I feel like you've also said before in the past that it takes, I feel like everyone takes a little while to get up. The idea of yeah. just getting up and running out the door, that's stressful. If I do that, I feel like I'm behind the entire day. Even if I'm not, even if I'm yeah. not behind. I'm like, even if I've gotten up and I've done something and I know that I've like ticked things off my thing, I'm just like, oh, I didn't have my me time. Yeah. I feel very like, oh yeah, it's a bit of a weird feeling. No, I'm a, I need to be up and awake kind of person. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, okay. So let's do the second prompt. So we've got your about me covered. Why not try another category? Okay. I think I'm gonna try an LGBTQ one. Okay. I think obviously letting people know that I'm gay because hinge is for everybody. So yeah. I can still come up on men's thing and I don't need that in my life. Really? You can't set it where it's just females. So for me, I've put it as female and non-binary people as who I want to see but obviously if people have if like blokes have said they want women in the radius then yeah I'd still come up for them that's so rude okay very rude (laughs) yeah I don't like it (laughs) okay uh I connect to my community by I don't really connect to my that's a lie you have dance class you go yeah you connect to your community look at this You're like, you little liar. You yeah, little liar. No. <laughs> oh, I'm like, let's say, D- didn't you just I, do an event a couple of weeks ago? I feel like, you know, <laughs> I did. I did. And I'm doing events. one of my. Okay. So I feel proudest of who I am when. That's a good one. I'm like, okay. Well, like when I'm dancing, I would say like when I am doing my pole dancing and doing it in a way that is so uniquely for me and outside of the gaze of like like you know or I feel proudest of who I am when it's just me and my gay best friend literally talking shit yeah well like that's cute too oh so we do that one then when I'm wearing animal print so I like to refer to myself as the pat butcher of lesbians so when (laughs) I am wearing my clothes specifically for me it doesn't have to look like what typical lesbians look like it doesn't have to look typically queer but it is my stuff that I wear for me 
Yeah. That, like that, yeah. You should be able to do that regardless. I agree. I completely yeah. agree. But there's like, in London, people are like, oh, you look, you have to look a certain way to be like femme or you have to look mm. a certain way to be queer. And like, you know, they've all got very similar haircuts or they, the same ugly paisley shirts. <laughs> and I'm just like, or like for being femme, femme where I'm from and femme as like as a lesbian in, in the UK, I've noticed it's always, it's very rarely women who look like me. It's very, it's a lot of, like in Plymouth, all the femme lesbians dress like their 1950s. Oh, really? Like, they do the same haircut. They've got the same like Betty Page fringe and they mm-hmm. wear the same, like they wear the corsets. They wear like the same dresses. And that doesn't, I don't particularly like dressing like that. I'm very aware I've got quite, broad shoulders it doesn't look right on me so I'm like I'm more comfortable when I dress like you know my jean I dress like a 90s milf is the way to describe my look I love it <laughs> I love it it's like those old school coca-cola commercials still young that yeah. we used to have here I love it yeah it's like when I've called you a few times and it's like you know the little crop tops and like the high-waisted jeans and my hair's all big and curly. I'm like, that's when I feel most like a lesbian. <laughs> well, does your potential, do they have to have a certain style? There's styles that you are more geared towards versus not? Like, is there styles you don't like in your partner that you wouldn't want to be Ooh. hanging out with? So like style, like sense of clothing, don't mind. Mm-hmm. I do tend to gear more towards like the more butch masculine stem side of it. So mm-hmm. I like my girls a little bit tomboyy. I love it. Like, you know, if, if they look like they can take care of, like you said, I like the idea of somebody looking like they could take care of me a little bit. Yeah. And if yeah they can do DIY, then oh, by all means. <laughs> Send a message I, on Hinge. Yeah, please. Uh, so yeah, I'm proudest of who I am when I am fuck it when I am dancing at my dance uh when I am dancing dancing in animal print or something yes in my animal print yes yay okay so we've got one more prompt to do okay so should we do the getting personal ones we can do whatever one comes up yes we'll see uh my type we could do my type okay so, oh, I like these. They've got some really nice ones. So they've got, I want someone who, I'll brag about you to my friends if, honestly, if you can make pancakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my best mate would know what I mean. All I ask is that you, or I'm looking for. Let's do I'm looking for. What are you looking for? That is something also in the partnership basics. Knowing no. what you're looking for. Is it a relationship, short-term, long-term, casual, one-night Ooh. stand? Like, but So I am looking for a long-term relationship with somebody who is independent, um, has, pa- like, is passionate about something. Doesn't have to be your job. Just have something you're passionate about. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um but wants to make, like, wants to look towards making a future with somebody, not having it be somebody that they need, like, 
I don't want the clingy. I don't want the person who doesn't go out and see their friends when they're in a relationship. Cause I'm like, you're going to be really bored at home because you know, the minute my friends invite me out, of course I'm going to go out. And like, you know what I mean? Is it a situation where you'd want your significant other to be with you all the time or you want to hang out with your friends by yourself? I think it depends on the thing. If it's like a bunch of us are all meeting up and we're going out for dinner, then yes, have your partner with you. But I think if it is just like I'm meeting up with, like I've not seen my best mate in a month and we're going to go and grab coffee, you Fair don't enough. need to do that. Like it's, for me, it's dependence. Like, you know, it's like, if, because I, I don't know about you, but when I, like I've been single for a while, a lot of my friends have relationships you know, if we're doing something a bit more like formal, like there's an event we're doing, or there's like something like, like I said, like a big dinner or like it's a party and stuff like that. I've always been that. I've never been that person that's like, you can't invite your partner. No, I will happily invite my partner. Like my, I'll happily invite my friend's partner. Yeah. But if it is something, so like I'm going to a concert with Valerie that's for me and Valerie. That's me and my best friend doing something for ourselves. You know, me and Ty going and grabbing lunch on a Saturday is for me and Ty to do. Mm-hmm, that's what I'm enough. saying. I won't invite you once in a while, but like he doesn't invite his other friends and I don't invite mine. It's our thing. <laughs> I think that makes that does that make no, that sense? Makes sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I think I was just getting a gauge of what you wanted. <laughs> I know I'm like, I do know what I want, but my friends tell me I'm too forward with. <laughs> I don't think there's anything I too forward. That's difficult for me because being too, like, I was very straightforward with on rog and look where we are now. Like it just eliminates cat and mouse and you don't have to wait around and you know what you want. And that's the thing, like you are on a path. So I think that's fair to lay it out. Cause you're not going to change being an entrepreneur. No, I'm not. And like, if work comes fast, then work comes fast. Yeah. And I've always, and you know, I am very family orientated as well at the same time. So if my family need me, I've always put my family. Yeah. Very, yeah. Like fast. I think, yeah, no, I agree. Cause I've said it to people where I was saying, uh, we were talking about it and I was like, you know, I don't, I am, I'm turned off by people who are like, I don't know what I want. Yeah either have the balls to say to me I want to I just want a hookup or I just want a one night stand it's not what I want but I'm not gonna judge you for that like you said there's no cat and mouse no one's feelings Mm -hmm. are gonna get hurt but I'm not interested in that whole what's it called um yeah like I just self-deprecation and people who don't know how to make plans are like the biggest turnoffs for me well these are turnoffs and triggers this is yes. what you need. So in turnoffs and triggers, you need to think about um, what actions, language, behaviors, and attitudes in both categories. So that's something you can. So if there was actions that you turn you off versus trigger you, and then languages that turn you off or trigger you or behaviors or attitudes, does anything come to mind? So I would say with triggering me, it's certain types of touch. Yeah, these are important. Yeah, so for me, I'm like, I don't like being grabbed from behind if I don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Like, it's. A, I was trying to explain it to someone once and they didn't really get it. I was like, I, if someone's going to touch me, I would prefer you grabbed my arm. Yep. And like held me so I could physically know it was you. Then when people do that, when people like do Lightly the whole- touch you? 
Yeah, the lightly touching makes my makes my skin crawl. Like it makes me feel like my skin is crawling. No, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I'm like so, uh, but it's weird because I like having my hair and my back played with if I'm really stressed out. That's cute. But I think that's a trust thing because obviously I'd be in a relationship with somebody I trusted if that's like when we're at that level. Like I wouldn't do ask that on a first date of somebody. But even it, like as the relationship moves forward, it's good to know that seeing physical touch in front of you is better than behind. Yes, yes. And I would say with things like, so with language, it, I don't get triggered by language, but I don't enjoy it when people talk down to me. Like, don't assume I'm stupid. Yeah. And I've had that quite a few times. Like that whole negging thing. I've been on a few dates with women where like they really try to do that. To make you feel stupid, like right on the first yeah, date? Yeah, I always remember being on a date and like they did. Um, So they did a date, like a computer job and I'm not big on computers. So I was like, oh, okay trying to ask questions and said like you know if I sound a bit if I if I'm saying it wrong I apologize I don't really know much about the thing and they were like oh don't worry you can be the pretty like you're the pretty face but I'll be the smart one in this relationship and then their face when they found out I have two fucking degrees wow (laughs) I, I have a law degree and a human rights degree I've worked in politics I've lobbied the government like I'm not Beck, I can talk about I can talk about politics until the cows come home yeah and I can do it in a very good like I can explain myself I just am awful with computers like aside from my beautiful Muriel who will not be broken my beautiful <laughs> Matt MacBook, MacBook all my other ones have died and like they have died <laughs> so hopefully the person that you're looking for text Abby little text yes. Abby yes can we add that onto the profile <laughs> I'll put that. So I'm looking for a long-time relationship with someone who is passionate, funny, independent, and a little bit tech savvy. (laughs) Yes, that's cute. Or has common sense. Common sense should be included. Yeah, I don't always always have it. I was was doing something yesterday. I was making mac and cheese and my friend just watched, I could see it on his face. He was just like, why would you put, I, I ran out of milk and I was like, oh, can't be fucked to go to the store and buy some more. I'll put water in, that'll be the same consistency. So cook, can I add to the list that can you please cook a little bit? There's also a little bit of chef to help you. <laughs> a little bit tech savvy and loves to cook. Or can I, I make good desserts. My desserts, by the way, top notch. There you go. Uh, the mac and cheese wasn't that bad. Like at this party that I went to, one of the girls left with like a massive thing of like, she was like, do you mind if I take some with me? And I was like, please do. And she was like, yep. So I thought it would be a little bit. Nope. She got like a massive chunk. I was well, like, good. I really like it. I was like, okay. So I'm looking for a long-term relationship with someone who's passionate, independent, Funny and a little tech savvy or has common sense and loves to cook. Sweet. And then I put a little heart emoji at the end because it's cute. <laughs> there you go. So these are my three ones. So I'm going to put my I'm looking for as my first one. And then, yes. So I'm, I'm looking for my simple pleasures and I'm proudest of who I am. So let's do. Do I want to do a voice prompt? No. No. <laughs> I don't want to pay for it. Okay, so my te- my thing is all up and ready. 
Well, to add to that, one of like the questions that would have been in the BDSM basics for partnership is how do you feel most loved? Like what's your love language that you would have to search for? So mine are, so I've got two apparently because I did the test and mine are acts of service yeah. and quality time. Would you say that's a fair representation? I w- yeah, considering literally I just said the simplest things I would enjoy <laughs> as somebody doing the fucking dishes. That's true. <laughs> so you want to be taken care of a little bit. I think that's fair enough. I think that's fair to ask your hard yeah. woman. And also I think as well, like for me with quality time, I understand and maybe, and you probably get it as well, where you're like, I work freelance. I'm very used to having to put so much of my time and effort into this thing that I'm doing for myself. When I want to be with people, I want to be hundred percent present for them. Mm-hmm. I want that return to me. So quality time isn't like for me, oh my God, we have to go out and do everything. It's, it could literally just be us agreeing that we're not going to be on our phones as we watch a movie together and talking about our day. Like that for me would be more romantic than somebody planning like a massive, like something massive. If that yeah. makes sense. I also think that more people should do that just in yeah. general. I think that it's easy for couples, even like long-term, you forget about it. You get into this rut, you know, you check your phone every once in a while, then it turns yeah. into a few minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour later. And you're just like, oh no, I didn't get the quality time with you. My partner, my phone got yeah. it. No, I get my, so my parents still, they've been together like over 20 years now. And it's, coming up to like it's coming up to nearly 30 actually and my parents do once a month or like once or twice a month where it is they turn the phones off so they'll text me and my sister and say like it's date night tonight and they will turn the tv off and they will get a little bit stoned put some music on and just talk shit all night Honestly, that's what Anra and I do all the time. That's welcome to the day in life of the Shurgles. (laughs) And like, obviously, like, I know, like, that's the PG rated. I am aware my parents do still have a sex life. (laughs) There's always an R-rated story. Whether people say it or not, there's always an R-rated story. Exactly. And unfortunately, I've done it where I was doing the laundry once and I found my mum's little, like, negligee. (laughs) And I was like, huh, we have the exact same one. That's (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) yeah and then like my best mate and her boyfriend they do um they also love that they get a shout out in nearly every one of these episodes that's cute hello (laughs) um they got they do it where they have like once a month one of them has to plan something that they do together so that and it has to be out of the house so that could be anything from like going to the theater to doing a weekend trip away well, that's something that you can say too to your, you know, next date. Like I am expecting some effort. I will put in effort. You put in effort. We yeah. both put in effort. Let's try that. Yeah. What about are there things that would just be a deal breaker right off the bat for you if someone was to reach out? Ooh, I think like a smoker, like I cigarettes. I guess I gotta say, like that was I say that's like a turnoff or something, but I feel like I just handle it with others. Like I have dated people that smoked, but I hated every moment of it. It's not, so it's not smokers. For me, it is, and I say this as somebody who does like weed for themselves, people who make their entire, the entire life is about, oh, I'm 420 friendly. 
I think I'm not really big into anybody who idolizes like 420 friendly or like drink for the weekend anymore. Like all of that, I just feel like I've moved on from that part of my life, I think is a good way to say that. (laughs) No, I do. And okay, this is going to start off. People who have like got, I know it's like so classist. People who've got bad jobs. Bad job. What dictates a bad job? Is it payment wise or is it like the actual job that they're doing? Like the actual job that they're doing, you know, like people who are like, oh, I've got all these plans and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I mean, they're still working in the same coffee shop for like five, six years. And I'm like, I know that's awful. I know it's not. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. You have a different type of growth mindset. If someone's in the same place year after year, I wouldn't want you to be with them either. Yeah. And I think I always remember when I lived at my last shared place, somebody made a really good comment about it. And they were like, it's not about if they work in retail, it's about where they are in that food chain. So if you are, you know, if you've worked at the same place for like six, seven years, why aren't you a manager yet? That's where I would have the conversation. And I was like, no, that's actually a, because they worked retail and they were like, yeah, but I've worked my way up. Yes, I've worked within the same company for the Mm. past 10 years, but I have gone from, salesperson to managing two of the biggest stores in London like I think it's fair to say that you look for someone with drive I don't mind if someone like if someone's in the same job I guess year after year I want to rephrase that a little bit because some people if you want to stay there that's fine that's on you but I feel like I would run out of certain things because just like you I think we can safely say is that we do put everything on the to-do list Anu and I actually have business plan meetings on our Mondays. Like it includes our relationship, like personal and professional. Like it's because we want to make our schedules together as best as we can. No, that makes a lot of sense. But if you, yeah, if you go. Sorry, I was going to say, but if you're working in the same job, like at least have a passion outside of it. You know, I know lots of great people that they work same jobs, but they are so creative and they do art and photography and all this stuff on the side, which I find is great. No, I agree. Oh, so I've been told I have to say this word by uh, Val, which is no more jobless struggling artists. Cause I went for a phase <laughs> of dating them and you can't do anything. Yeah, I, you know what? I would say that we are, ugh, I want to make a joke about an, Anu and I being struggling artists here, but it's true. There's a lot that comes with struggling artists. <laughs> yeah, and it was cause I was trying to, it's a really like, and it sounds awful to say, cause I'm like, I'm a creative person have it as your passion either have it as your job and do it well yeah (laughs) or have it as a hobby but don't be like I'm still living at you know I'm still living on like fuck all money because nothing's going and then trying to go out on a date I can tell you my date turn off so I know I, I will not there are certain types of dates I refuse to go on mini golf mini golf hate it Okay. I've never finished to tell you the truth. I think I always, it always starts out with good intentions. I take a few photos and then that's it. Yeah. So in <laughs> London, we've got these like, they're massive. So we've got, there's one where you can go and play darts. There's a crazy mini golf. There's a curling one. Don't ask why. There's um like, it's the same company, the same parent company, but they're all like these like, fun like date ideas 
And I'm like that. Oh, for me, I find them quite overwhelming because they're very loud. Yeah. They're centered around alcohol and they're centered around like, and they're, they're so like, there's so many bright lights. I wear glasses. So if things are too, and my eyesight, I know is getting a little bit worse because if it's too dark and the lights flash too much, I physically can't see anybody. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, yeah. But I'm What's like, your ideal date? Not mini golf and not bright lights. No, I'm like, my ideal day is not, and it's a really weird thing to say because I've decided obviously this year, like me and you have been talking about it, that I'm trying to cut my alcohol intake down. Mm-hmm. So I want to do it where it's a sober day. And like, I'm not saying we can't have a drink or one or two drinks, but I would prefer to do something first rather than it just be we meet for dinner and we meet for alcohol like let's go to a museum or let's go to a gallery or like go and find something to do it doesn't have to like I'm saying none of these have to be expensive it doesn't have to be there's so many free things like where I live there's the Barbican Conservatory I've been meaning to check out um and that would be amazing to go and see but go and do something where we can hear each other we can see each other and we can decide in if we don't want to carry on if we want to carry on the day after doing that we can go out for dinner and we can go and have a drink but I would like to be able to get to know somebody sober and then know if what I'm feeling is I'm feeling something or it's just the alcohol Yeah. And I think that's fair because alcohol, like I get the whole calm the nerves thing, but you know, it's normal to have nervousness when you're meeting a new person and it's normal to have just nervousness when you're trying something new. So the idea of like always having it with alcohol is not exactly the best thing. I think it's, you have to, you know, it's good to be comfortable every once in a while. Meeting someone is definitely can be nervous. Yes, (laughs) I agree. And it is, it is, but I'm also like, especially if you're not feeling it and you're in the middle of dinner, it's just a really awkward, like you can't really leave from it as well. So whereas like, you know, if you're out, you can be like, oh, I'm really sorry. I've got to go and do something or yeah. oh, someone's, it's a, it's a whole thing. I'm like, okay. I really like, yeah, I think a lot of what it is and I'll be honest and say it as like, cause I've been single for so long. I want a long-term relationship. So I need, I want somebody who wants to be present with me. Yeah. Get to know each other. And yes, it might be a little bit nerve wracking. And yes, it might be like, I get nervous. I like, you know, I talk a lot when I'm nervous and I already talk a lot as it is. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, although my favorite game to play is it's a game that me and my friend made up um, where we go, I've told you about it before, where we go around to the museums and we make up stories about mm. people we know based on the art. So I'm like, well, let's go and do that for a day. Let's go and make up stories about the art. Or yeah, the art, like you can pretend celebrities and like see if you have any compatibilities on that level. Exactly. Like show me that you are creative. Don't tell me that you're creative. Show me that you've got an imagination. Yes. So I need someone that can deal with mine. (laughs) Well, first of all, everybody needs an outlet for imagination. Everybody needs it. But (laughs) are you going to message first or are you going to wait for them to message? That's a big question here. Oh, 
Oh, I think it's going to depend. I will message first on a few of them, mm-hmm. but I do also want somebody to message first as well. And I like when you're starting to talk to somebody, when people ask questions, Yeah, which I know is like you expect it to happen, but I have a rule where um, it's called the three question rule. So if I've, if I've asked you three questions about yourself and you've not asked me one about me, I will just stop the conversation I will end it that's actually a really good rule yeah I'm like I like I because my mate was like what you mean like three messages I was like no if we're already having a conversation I get it but if it's been like I've asked you questions about like your interests your hobbies what you're up to like if I've gone out of my way to start trying to get to know you and you've asked me nothing to try and get to know me Mm -hmm. then that's not gonna work yeah yeah Um, that to me is like either you don't notice you're doing it which fair um or you're not interested in dating you're interested in somebody giving you attention and that's fine but I'm a tit for tat kind of girl (laughs) no like if I give I expected like it's it's not that I yeah it is a bit of an expectation like you can't give 100% of the time and expect nothing in return that's ridiculous so to try to like minimize that is like no I am going to give but I want to be with somebody who gives back yes exactly and I want somebody who like is as interested in getting to know me as I am interested in getting to know them yeah so would they have to be like in how would they have to feel about sex obviously they'd have to be okay with it and all that jazz Yes, um, I like when it comes to sex, obviously, like I do want to try BDSM and I am looking for that kind of person. Um, but it would be not somebody who's willing to like take it a little bit slow because obviously with my vagismus, I need to feel comfortable. So it's somebody who like doesn't mind. And also I've been single for so long and it's not had sex in a while that it's like, I see somebody who's happy to take it a little bit slow, but also interested in trying like BDSM and going on that little journey with me as well. Well, when you get to that person and when you get to that stage, then we will redo this conversation with partnership basics. And that will be super excited, but I am excited that you're going back out in the dating world and that you're going back out there. Um, Coming together, you got your pictures, you got your prompts. I'm ready to go. I'm like, oh, I can like, I'll give you an update on the next time that we speak. (laughs) Yes, I have like actually a separate podcast questions actually already started for when you do have your first date, come back and be like, okay, how was this? How did you feel? All of these things. So I'm excited. We could do like an additional episode like every other week and it could be like cat's date. Yes, like a little rundown. (laughs) We'll like have a cheering board of like, we were rooting for you. We could like get little scoreboards and be like seven out of 10. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But thank you so much for being on the show and good luck with the dating world. Ooh, I'm excited to talk about that. I know. I can't wait to tell you. I can't wait to keep you updated. And thank you for helping me set up my Hinge profile. No problem. Thank you for listening. And if anyone has any dating tips, please feel free to drop them in the comments for us. And as always, stay kinky. Well, that's it for us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram to stay up to date. You can find me at thepartition underscore life. And you can find Katrina at underscore satisfied cat. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week. And as always, stay kinky.